Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode number 81 of the Fresher and Parlance show. I am Parlance. And I am Fresher. I made a makeshift uh, eye patch this week. Just finished it as we're coming on. Looks pretty Ta-da. good. It looks pretty good, but it looks like it's going to cut off the circulation of your brain. It's not that tight, but it's definitely hard to see with one eye. <laughs> it, might, um, it might like come off at some point, but it looks pretty good for like a five-minute eye patch. But uh, <laughs> sweet. I'm pretty excited uh, coming off last week when we got uh, 2,700 views. Thanks, everyone, for inadvertently clicking on our video. 2,700 views, which netted us a nice chunk of change, and also garnered us three likes and one dislike. (laughs) Thanks out there for the dislike. That's exciting. Yeah, Yeah, we really appreciate the dislike. We look forward to the dislike. We ask you, our audience, dislike us more. Dislike us more. (laughs) I mean, well, of course, we'd prefer the likes, but I mean, we just want to hear your opinion heard. You know, Hear your opinion heard. <laughs> talking about likes, you see that big change that happened on Twitter. Speaking of, oh Twitter, yeah, I know with the with the hearts, no homo. <laughs> speaking of uh, uh, Twitter, you could be you could live tweet us at Fresh and Par. At yeah, Fresh or and Par. Uh, hit us up on Facebook. We're watching them now live or in the future, all the time, twenty four seven, four hundred and eighty days a oh, year. Yep. So uh, the old favorite is gone on the Twitter. The Twitter. The Twitter. Me. Mach- the, the the beast. The machine. The what do you want? What do you call it? The Twitter app. It's called a like now, right? It's called a like, much like Facebook. And then they replaced the star with a heart. Like, I, this much- is actually the first I've opened it and seen the heart, and I'm not sure. I think they should have like gone somewhere in the middle, and they could have had it be a gold heart instead of a red heart. Hmm, I see, I see. Then it wouldn't be so, like, hearty, but it would still be kind of... I think a gold heart would be cool. I do like when you hit it, though. It, like, uh, kind of, like, spins around, and then it gives it a count. Oh, really? I haven't I haven't liked anything since the new the new update. Maybe someone will tweet us uh, during the show, and I'll like it. Well, I, I just liked our own post, and it was pretty oh, nice. cool. Yeah. I don't think I can, because we're the same account. Oh no! Oh no! Oh my gosh! But um, um, so we have a we have a bit to go over today. Not too much, but enough to fill one hour of television. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna get right into it. Donald Trump hosting Saturday Night Live. Oh, I didn't right. know that. What? I'm gonna watch that this week. That's you didn't know that? No. It's the first I'm hearing. I'm learning stuff from my show. <laughs> yeah, he's hosting. He like he's heard. He's uh, hosting Saturday Night Live. What do you think, Fresher? Do you think a active presidential candidate should get the exposure of being able to host one of the top live television shows on our nation's broadcast? I mean, I don't know network? why not. I mean, whatever. It's it cool. seems like I mean, un- just a guy. Like, even if he wasn't running for president, I think it'd be entertaining if he was on it. I think there is a rule for um, if you give time to one of the candidates, you have to give equal time to the other candidates. But I only think that is for the presidential election. Oh, you mean like at the end? So like, because, yeah, there's no way they're going to like Stephen Colbert does on uh, The Late Show. You know, there's like a billion candidates. I know, right? I think he calls it like something not the Hunger Games, but the, the oh, he calls it the Hungry for Power Games. What do you think of this uh, chin fat here, Fresher? What do you think? It's gross. Uh, <laughs> thanks for holding back. Thanks for being so complimentary. <laughs> I, I'm not going to watch it, much like I don't watch any Saturday Night Lives, but I will mention I, I it. I watch it when I can. Or you could watch the re- or the clips, you know? People yeah. Clips. Have you watched any of the Saturday Night Live clips this year? Yeah, I've watched... I think I probably watched most of the episodes of Saturday Night Live this year. And what's your thoughts on it? I mean, I still like it. I like watching it when it's out just because it's usually super topical. So, I mean, that makes it way more fun than like watching an episode from like a month ago and then being like, oh, yeah, I remember when that was kind of a thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't even know. I couldn't even name a cast member. I don't know their names either. Oh, I do know one. 
There's a uh, Keenan. Oh right, he's still on that show. He's been on there like forever. Yeah, <laughs> they always make jokes about it. That's pretty. Or, funny. Um, uh, oh, uh, there's also the um, I don't, yeah, I can't remember the other ones' names. And that's my point. Moving on to <laughs> a TV series that I do want to watch every week. Moving forward, just started this season, brand new. First episode aired on Halloween weekend on the network called Stars. Ash versus the Evil Dead. Fresher, do you have any thoughts? Quick takes on? Yeah, I mean, I haven't watched it yet, but like, I do. It's the Evil Dead guy or whatever, right? Bruce Campbell, Sam Raimi. It's yeah, uh, no, I mean, it sounds awesome. And you like you're talking. I heard a lot of buzz by the water cooler. It sounds cool. It's. I, uh, I do. I wasn't that into the the original um, Evil Dead movies. Like, I mean, I liked them, but I liked Army of Darkness better because it was like way more campy. I didn't like the setting of just the cabin, you know? Um, I can't stop staring at your eye patch. It, I can't decide if it it looks good, it looks bad. Um, I feel like up here could be, like, shorter, you know? I like it. I like it. It kind of looks good, but it also makes your left eye or your other eye look really droopy. I think my eyes just always look really droopy. <laughs> you look like you're about to fall asleep on me, so if you fall asleep, I'm gonna just yell, Fresh air, Wake up! <laughs> Yeah. I think you'll notice if I fall asleep. I'm just gonna have a really a really long silence at some point. Um so yeah, I watched the first episode last evening, a couple days after it premiered. Uh only because I forgot it premiered, frankly. I would have watched it sooner. Um and I really, really, really enjoyed it. I, I it's uh Bruce. Are they Camp- half hour episodes? Uh they're well no, they're an hour or so, but they're premium cable hour. So I think it's more like total time running 50 minutes-ish. Huh. Um, but it's it's gearing up to be pretty good. I don't know how many episodes it's going to be, but I think it's gearing up to be pretty good. Yeah, no, I mean, I like the premise and stuff that they basically made a show out of the Evil Dead stuff, right? I mean, it's the same story. He has the same guy, the same car, same arm, right? Yeah, so do you, do you want to know how he... This could be a mini-spoiler, but I'll tell you. Do you want to know how he how the, the spirits became released again? Yeah, dude. Oh, is his hand in it? Because his hand was a major character. No, he used to... He would hide his weed in it. In his hand? No, in the book, the Book of the Dead, because, you know, you have oh, to... Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? He would hide his weed in there, and he was he brought a girl over, and the girl was like, I really love poetry. And he's like, man, I really love poetry, too. And then they and he's like, check out this book. It's written in blood, man. And then he had like posted notes of what it said. And he's like, and then he got and he got stoned. He was trying to impress this chick, and he read the book again. Oh no way, dude! That's way that sounds so good. Like I'm I'm sold on the show. I already thought it sounded good, but like that beginning, like that's that's awesome. Yes, yeah, you gotta watch it. It's it's pretty good, and I might I might watch that later this evening. It's worth it. It's worth it. It's almost even worth a second watch. I enjoyed it so much. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna sneeze. Oh <laughs> no! Don't do it! Don't do it! Oh my gosh! This this sneeze apocalypse over there. It is. It's kind of hard to read. Uh, read with the eye patch. I guess my right eye is not my strong eye. I don't know. But I'm going to leave it on. I'm going to leave it on for at least half the show. At least. Dude, I was sneezing so hard I couldn't even get to the mute button. The mute button? Yeah. I think people uh, people appreciate the the realness. Oh. And it's not even... You ruined the realness. I, mute, I don't want people having to hear my snotty sneezes all over the place. Um, yeah. I got a couple what I'm calling Parlance's quick takes. Ash versus Evil Dead. Now I want to get into the latest season of Doctor Who. I know a lot of people watch this show. Um, Which one? Doctor Who. Oh, yeah. No, I heard you guys talking about that, too. Like, I was... Sounds cool. Yeah, this season has been pretty darn good. Uh, this is my quick take on it. If you haven't... If you have watched any previous uh, season of Doctor Who, um, I'm putting this... Of the re... Like, the reboot, you know? Like, not from the 60s and 70s, but the reboot... <clears throat> Um, starting with Christopher Eccleston or whatever, the guy who did the first Doctor. Yeah. This, this Doctor um, is pretty good, and this season has been quite good. So I recommend 
starting from episode one of this season and checking it out. It's very, very good. I have to check it out. I think that I haven't like, I don't think I've watched like a season <laughs> of Doctor Who at all, but I like that that, um, the chick from, uh, oh shoot. Now I can't Game remember. Of, Game of Thrones. Guardians of the Galaxy, the blue one. I like that she. Oh was. yeah, she's not on the show anymore. There's a new. I know, um, I know. It's always like that's the one that dies. But like, yeah, I like that chick. I wanted to watch that season, but I never got around to it. I saw like two episodes. So the new, so they call those people the Doctor Who's companions. Yeah. And I, the new companion is actually very good looking. I think. I think she's like the cutest of all of the Doctor companions or whatever. Is she cool though? She's over. I don't. First off, I don't think any I of them. Other chick was cool. I mean, she was cute also, but I just liked. I thought she seemed cool. Um, let me. I'm gonna send you a. I think she's pretty good. I'm gonna send you a picture. What's of her me. name? Her name is Jenna Coleman. Oh, Jenna Coleman. Yeah. So let me see if I could find. Uh, so she's obviously clearly gonna leave the show. I'm pretty sure. So I think this is her last I mean, season. They, that, that, the companion always dies, right? Doesn't die. They usually get retired for whatever reason. They don't die. I thought they die. Some of them may die. I don't. I haven't been a follower of the show for that long, like the early ones. But I don't think they die. I think they pretty much hang on. But I think she's she's super cute. I think this girl's cute and uh, yeah, she's, yeah, she she is pretty cute. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> another parlance's quick take. For those of you who like to you read, need a sound effect. Quick take. Let's like see if, camera shutters. Oh, <laughs> I like that. I like that. Let's see if we have. Do we have that here? I don't think we no, have. No, I don't think there's a camera shutter thing. Uh, yeah, no, no. There's no. No, 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 no. Just checking here to make sure. Um, yeah. The uh, the I just finished another book. It was a, it was a Danish novel. Pressure. A Danish novel. Yeah, it was uh, called uh, the the it was called Department Q. It was the first book of the Department Q series, written by. It was called The Keeper of Lost Causes, and it's written by an author called. I guess it's, you would say Jussi J U S S I. Well, how would you say that J U S S I? Jussi? I don't know. Jussi? Jussi? Jussi. Husey Adler Olson. <laughs> um, but anyway, it was it was pretty good. Here's the basic plot. And if it's intriguing to you, I recommend going and get it. So first <laughs> off, the thing that I found was interesting is that it takes place in and around Denmark in the Copenhagen region. Okay. So and there's lots of like local flavor and knowledge you'll get about Copenhagen and uh, Denmark. I've been to Copenhagen, so I had a basic concept of what it's like there. So that was pretty neat. Secondly, uh, it's about a detective who um, has a traumatic experience happen to him and his partners, okay? Yeah. And he's kind of emotionally damaged. He's a great detective. They don't know what to do with him, so they decide to promote him to a quote-unquote special cases group called Department Q, which are much so like, the like the X-Files. It's very much like the X-Files, but instead of it being like, uh, you know, crazy cases that are unexplained, it's more like uh, cold cases that have never been solved. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, I think uh, I've heard of this. Oh, it's a book, right? It is a book, yes. I mean, you must have talked about it before. Uh, I did. I talked about it briefly at work today, but I don't know oh, if you're... Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, I'm touching my nose, people. I'm sorry, I've been sneezing, so it's... So uh, did it, um... What happened at the end? I don't want to ruin anything for anyone, but that because I'm giving a... It's only like 400 and some pages long. It's a pretty oh, quick read. Oh, that's pretty short. Yeah, it's a pretty quick read, and uh, it's it's a page-turner. And uh, while... Uh, page-turner? What does that mean? Uh, it means, like, you know, it's pretty easy reading. Oh, I've never heard... That's a, I like that term. Never heard of it. You never heard of a page turner? I have not. Have you ever heard of a beach read? Uh, no, but that one's more self-explanatory. So this would be somewhere between page turner and beach read. Um, What's, I mean, I don't, I don't know how those fit on the same scale. Uh, beach reads are quick books you read on the beach. Oh, I didn't know that was quick. Yeah, yeah. It means something like not too heavy, 
it could go well with a Corona and some uh, nachos. I think that's the only kind of books I read. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, uh, Freshers Beach Read Book Club. Yeah, the Corona and Nacho Book Club. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what you serve when your group gets together. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's, yeah, Corona and Nacho Book Club. Sometimes <laughs> on the beach. <laughs> um, so yeah, I recommend to check it out. Uh, Fresher, you should definitely check it out. I know you don't read that much, but it's a pretty fun read. It it kind of you could kind of predict what's going to happen to it. But then I realized after the fact that this thing, this book has like I think it has like five or six different, um, like sequels. Yeah. So it's just like I got the first one, and now there's going to be all these other ones. It's because it's a page turner, man. They just want to make you keep turning those pages. Is that a? <laughs> as as Dave uh, Dave tweeted last week, um, is that a, is that a page view? What is what what now? Is that oh. A page view? <laughs> Uh, I just noticed he had a tweet in here last week. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not a page view. By the way, uh, he is heading to Walla Walla for the wine festival, so have fun. That Mr. is cool. Mr. Tom, uh, Tom also uh, mentioned the eye patch. He's glad it's back. Doctor Thanks, Who, Tom. culturally beside the point. By the way, a little disappointed with Mr. Brew tweeting at me at work, telling me I'm a waste of time. He's a waste of time. <laughs> no, come on, guys. Neither of you are a waste of time. Um, real. Oh, oh, last quick take. Last Parlance quick take. We're just going through all the hot, hot button, hot topic entertainment Parlance picks. Homeland, the latest season of Homeland on uh, on uh, on what channel is that on? Oh, it's on uh, Showtime. Homeland, so good, so 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 good. Definitely worth checking out. That's cool. Last, yeah, I never, I never seen Homeland. Last season like, was so. Well, it's the government thing, right? Yeah, it's kind of like a CIA. CIA. Yeah, it's boring. Boring. No, well, I will say, last season, half of the season was very boring. Half of the episodes of the season was very boring. This season, wham! Right into it. Punched you in the face with action. It's like they, they got too many negative reviews from last season, probably. I mean, yeah, they they kind of flipped it. They changed the they they, they flipped, flipped the script. Did they yep. flip the script? They flipped the script. Oh my gosh. They yeah. did it. They flipped the script. <laughs> um, speaking of think... flipping the script, tell me about not using your wallet at lunch today because I know oh, you're man, pretty I know. I used uh, Google Pay for the first time. It worked pretty well. The chick at the cash register says like she was explaining how to do it for Apple Pay cuz I just always say Apple Pay cuz I feel like people like Apple. But she said, like, ooh, that was a lot faster than other people. What kind of phone is that? That made me feel good about uh, using it. But, yeah, it worked pretty easy. It does seem really easy, though. Like, I didn't really have to do that much. It seems like someone could just have, like, a payment app. Like, you know, like, pretend to be a store with, like, the machine in their pocket. And then walk by you really close. And then it would just, like, make you pay. It seems like that wouldn't be very hard to to do. To steal money from people. Well, you should do like. Do you think you could, um, like, I mean, it would show th- up as like a transaction and it would vibrate or whatever? But it doesn't seem that hard. I feel like it would be hard just because like nobody actually uses any of those. So, like, the chances of you running upon someone who like had that in their pocket while you're doing this whole thing would be really unlikely. <laughs> interesting, interesting. So, but, um, do you think do you think you'll use it? Uh, at all? Do you think you'll use it again? Or yeah, no, uh, yeah, I definitely want to try to use it where where they have it. I mean, it's exactly the same as using a credit card, so whatever. <laughs> um, so we were talking about Twitter earlier. Twitter, you know, the the, the Twitter, uh, the new uh, experience, and this yeah. is kind of like I, I meant to bring this up at the time, but some uh, guy uh, created a website called EmojiTracker.com. Oh which, yeah, for the most used. Which scra- yeah, which scrapes the things. So I think that's a good idea. I, I think I'm going to quiz you before. Don't look at emojitracker.com. All right, I didn't. I didn't. You're like I didn't. Click, 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 click. I mean, is it international or is it like region based? Real time emoji use on Twitter. No, it's real. It's it's uh, international. All right, then I have a good idea what it is. What do you think the number one 
Twitter emoji is right now? I think it's the smiling poop. Wrong. Oh my gosh. Is that on the list? Uh, it's not even in the top. Let me see. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. So assuming 14 is a row, it's not even in the top five rows. Ah. I'm just looking at the rows. The website design. Not in the top five? Uh, I mean, smiling poop pile of poo with a smile on it is. It doesn't have a rank here, but it's in the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eighth row down. Damn, that's that's down there. Oh, it has it one hundred and third. So no, you're wrong. It is not one hundred and third. Not even top hundred. Not even top hundred. Not even top hundred. Let's see what else. Uh, there's. I mean, it's got to be one of the dumb smileys. The smileys are the worst. Is it a smiley or an object? It is a smiley. Oh, yeah. Dumb. I don't know. Okay. It is face, the very cleverly named face with tears of joy. So it's just is like it the a one face. where the tears are shooting out. Yeah. And he's smiling. Ah, dumb. What, I don't like do you, the, any of the smiley face emojis are dumb, I think. I only like what, the object ones. What do you think number two is? And I'll give you a hint it is not a smiley. It's not a smiley. Not a smiley. Is it a... Let's see. Is it the heart? Um, no. That Well, there's apparently a number of hearts, but this one... I mean, there's the heart, and then there's a broken heart, and then there's a the multi-heart. So multi-heart is uh, 10. Uh, I'm sing- surprised I can know that. I know the emoji of the top heavy, <laughs> heavy black heart? The one you just said, which is just a single heart, it's called Heavy yeah. Black Heart. That is number three. It's black. I don't. That's what the name of it is. It's, it's just, I don't know if he created the name for these or if someone else created. Yeah, the it's name like the it. official names. Yeah, and uh, the the number two is actually Black Heart Suit, and it's like a card with the heart on it. And oh, what's what? I don't think I've seen that. I know they have all the cards, but I've never seen anyone use that. What's interesting here is that if you were to if you were go to emojitracker.com right now, which I'm asking you to do, Fresher. All right. Uh, since you, if we played a little bit of the guessing game, if you click on number two, the black heart suit, in real time, you can see every single tweet that is coming out. With oh, that's the black pretty heart. awesome. And it is crazy how many people are using the black heart suit. I need suit. to do a site that uses Twitter for stuff. I think I, t- I think I told you my uh, my one friend, he built a site. It was about people, it was using the Twitter feeds, and it was called, like, uh, the Poop King or something like that. Oh, yeah? So whenever people were talking about taking poops yeah. and on Twitter, they would get ranked, and then they would be, like, the Poop King. And so, That's like, sweet. and so there was a bunch of people who were, like, really angry because they were Poop Kings because they kept talking about taking dumps and stuff. <laughs> right. That's, I mean, there's, like, so much stuff you could do like that. Uh, yeah. I need to do a dating mani- data mining app. I mean, I like my uh, haiku one. That was, but that was like a different kind of idea. But yeah, no, this is pretty cool. It's not a very good layout, but I think that like oh, it's, no, it's and not only that, when you go to the website, a pop up comes up and says epilepsy warning. I know. Yeah, seriously, I should just redo the same idea with a different like layout. I know it's terrible. I wonder if there is a different layout. Could you have a different layout? Nope. It's pretty. I mean, neat. I could just make one. It'd be pretty easy. No, it would be cool if he... Oh. Wait, there aren't even any ads on here, though. No, there's nothing on here. It's just straight-up emoji. You could donate at the bottom. We still never... Our donate button's still not up. <laughs> nope. Well, like a the, billion years later. Uh, what do you think the last, uh, most po- least popular emoji is? Is it, like... I'm just looking... I can't even tell. Is it a baby thing? No, it's customs. That is the worst. It's the like universal symbol for going through customs. That's awesome. That's the worst. I usually use the um the party the party streamer thing. I wonder where that is. That's got to be way up top. Party streamer has to be way the hell like up the there. the pull the pull party streamer. Yeah. Let's oh, the, is that number? It's believe, not in the top three the, rows. The party popper right there. Popularity 62. Oh, yeah, it is, yeah. I use that one on my, my Facebook birthday posts all the time. Oh, look at you being all <laughs> clever. 
That so is anyway, cool, though. It has the tweets that are coming in with it. Yep. So emojitracker.com. Folks at home, check it out. Impressed. If, impressed. If you care, you can check it out. Um, the uh, Star Wars poster is released today. Fresher. Oh, the official ones? Yeah, the, it's all of the character ones. Have you seen those? Uh, I I don't know if I saw the real ones or like the fake. I can't tell anymore. There's so much fan stuff with Star Wars. Oh, that's what I, I that's what happened. So it's all of the characters, and they're all like kind of. Um, I'll, I'll send you the link so you can look at the all of the new ones. But yeah. they're kind of like half images of faces. Isn't it just the same kind of thing like the Return of the Jedi? No, check it out. It's not quite the same. You could see what I uh, what I did, but it's all of them holding up stuff like on three quarters of their face right here. What? Why? That's weird. It is really weird, right? Why are they doing you that? Put it on a. Put it on the thing. Oh, put you know, we've uh, Hold on, I forget how you get the. <laughs> I'm gonna start using junk. <laughs> Instead of thing, because I usually talk in, you know, uh, non-words. So, like, I'm going to use junk. How do you more. get the... I forget I how to get the... Uh, way, everyone. So I forget how to out. get the, the thing on... Oh, there we go. All right. So, yeah, I could show you. Here Here are the images. Let's see if I could do this right. Share the screen here. Um, and this is on StarWars.com. Here are the images right here. So, as you can see... Oh, those are not cool. Let me see if this not even like everyone on them. It won't even load. That's how dumb it is. Here's the first one. This is uh, the Hashtag other. dumb. Does she have a nose ring? That's just her hair. No, it's just her hair. Here's the next one. That's uh, Carrie Fisher. She has a giant green thing. This is the only one that's not holding something up, but it still has the same conceptual green thing down her face. Uh, then we got the this person here. Not so Luke, Luke, dude, that's Luke. It says not Luke, not Luke. It says that? No, but I don't think that's, that's Luke. Luke. It's full on Luke. And then, oh, uh, what if it's Jar Jar Binks? <laughs> and then it's <laughs> that would uh, be we got, awesome. We got Harrison Ford shoot, holding up a blaster pistol, and then we got uh, this guy here, the dis- disenfranchised uh, stormtrooper. That one's Luke. <laughs> I don't know. Luke. So that's uh, that that there you go. That's our um, that's the the official Star Wars posters. Not impressed, right? Yeah. Not right. It's not, it's not. I impressive. like the fan ones way better. Yeah, the fan ones are way better. So there's a bunch of people like holding like bananas in front of their face or Hershey bars. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm seeing here Tom Brew no, has I mean, come. The fan ones like before the official ones were even released. Oh no, I haven't seen those. Um, Tom Brew tweeted at us and says, "Fresher is right. Uh, Parlance is right. The Homeland is having a bounce back season. Just the government thing. It's oh, just you know, government junk." So, as you may or may not know, Leonard F. Chikarson, huge fan of the show, host of Longbox Heroes, always gives us notes for the podcast. Today, we were pleasantly surprised when a person walked by our desk and proceeded to give us ten minutes of notes of two episodes ago. That was uh, awesome. It was very great. So keep them notes coming, folks. We like them. We like to hear. Yeah, so it, was, it, makes, it makes us feel loved. It makes <laughs> us feel like someone's listening. Um, uh, other than those 2,700 people who listened last week. Oh, yeah. Also, it sucks. Last week, I was using the wrong microphone, so my sound wasn't even good. No, it wasn't very good, but that's all right. My oh, sound yeah. is never more. My, my, uh, my sound is never good. So... Uh, Speaking of not good, can you believe Activision Blizzard bought the kingdom? I know. That's crazy. Five point nine billion. I was uh, looking. Um, I was looking at things that like cost less than Activision paid for Candy Crush, the game that annoyingly just gives you Facebook notifications every once in a while, and uh, it costs less for the Mars Curiosity rover. To get sent, built and sent to Mars. Whoa. Okay, that's that's pretty good. Okay, what else? What else is there? Also, including the Hubble telescope, costs five point eight billion, including like I think the repair missions. Like that's like pretty big humanitarian or uh, humanity accomplishments 
and it's like superseded by Candy Crush, or also Freedom Tower in New yeah. York, three point eight million, <laughs> or the the Bridge Dubai, three point nine million. Marvel purchase of, or Disney's purchase of Marvel costs less than Candy Crush at four billion, and Disney's purchase of Lucas also costs less than Candy Crush. That's crazy. That is crazy. But let me tell you something. You know what all of these things do that, uh, or that don't do that King.com does? What? Pop bubbles, my friend. There is nothing like popping bubbles, swapping candy, making five matches. Wait, they, through- they don't have, they don't do the, uh, your guys' game, do they? No, but it's all the same, right? It's just a match three. It is the same, but I mean, like, it's a different company. Company, I mean, that's, but that's the other thing that's great, the dumb about it. Like, it is all the same. <laughs> it is all the same. Actually, I think King.com has a number of other games, but I can't imagine any of those games are worth $5 billion, $6 billion, pretty much, dollars. Yeah, that's are ridiculous. You, th- that number almost makes sense. Doesn't even make sense to me. Do you sure you copy that right? Which one? $5.9 billion. That makes that's no what sense. I, that's what the thing that I was looking that at said. crazy. That's a crazy amount of money. That is the stupidest purchase. I can't even think of anything that's more stupid. The only thing... The, one of the other comparisons was uh, it costs more than the, um, the New York Yankees. Oh, my. No way. I said that was $2 billion. The only thing I could think of that is more dumb was me going to see the Ellen DeGeneres, Bill Pullman, uh, 1996 comedy, Mr. Wrong, opening weekend. <laughs> that's, that's very specific. Is that what you judge all of your things on? <laughs> I mean, that was a poor decision. Well, as long as it's better than that movie that I saw. Yeah, it was a terrible, terrible movie. Uh, that was a terrible movie. The only funny part of that movie, which was out of nowhere, was Bill Pullman. I don't even remember. It turned out he was like a jerk or something, and Ellen DeGeneres was playing a straight woman, which is also humorous. And then, uh, but she, um, this was before she came out as uh, as uh, as homosexual. So she was playing a straight a straight character. Yeah. Um, which is fine. She could play a straight character even, uh, even being gay. It doesn't matter. But uh, the... Uh, there's a scene where Bill Pullman, like he turns out to be really nice. And then he turns out to be a total ass. And he's like driving down the street, drinking a beer can. And out of nowhere, he's just like drinking the beer, blah, blah, blah. And he throws the can out the window, like yeah. this convertible. And it just hits a homeless guy and knocks the homeless guy out. That is the only <laughs> thing. Wait, is it a glass bottle or a... No, it's a can, like half drinking uh, can of beer. Yeah. I, I do not remember anything, anything from that movie outside of that one scene. <laughs> Memorable. Mr. Wrong, Bill Pullman, Ellen DeGeneres. 1996, don't check it out. <laughs> um, what, what, other, what other story? Wait, what we have a bunch of stuff? stories. Oh, I, thought, I thought it was interesting. I saw an article in Esquire.com, but I don't remember who actually took the, did the poll, but they said that Dick's Hamburgers in Seattle is the most quote-unquote life-changing burger joint in the United States by a huge majority. And uh, they, they beat out In-N-Out, uh, Five Guys, Black and Orange, Kuma's Corner, Ray's Hellburger, and Shake Shack, Steak and Shake. But I, also, I like the metric of a uh, most life-changing burger joint because it kind of encompasses like experience that people have had there and like just that people, you know, it's like not that it's like ultra good. It's just like cheap and like it's a good burger. Like it's like not supposed to be gourmet or anything. Like they talk about all that stuff in the thing, but I think it's cool. Like nationally, like people thought like, well, like it's would be a super underdog. And I'm surprised it like won that much. Like it won by like seven times or something. Then like in and out was number two. It's you know why I think this metric makes sense is that the Dick's is so ingrained in the culture of Seattle, whereas all these others are just sort of like, you know, flooping. In and out is, but it's like way more like big chain and stuff, you know. It's big chain, and it's not open late. It's not like where drunk people go to kind of like hang out at like two in the morning to get a burger. 
kind of stuff like that. It's more, in, it's a more of an institution. So I would think more memories are made at a Dick's than any of these other places. Yeah, I thought that. I thought it was cool, and I was surprised to see like, I mean, it's always people. It's like contested. Like people are like Dick's is gross. Because yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's not. I don't want a fancy burger. I think that's the point. Yeah, uh, when I was eating meat, I certainly enjoyed heading to Dick's to get a burger. <laughs> they also, uh, they also, um, they also treat their employees very well. Yeah, and they have the college fun thing, and it's cheap. It's like two fifty or three dollars for like the deluxe. Uh, I took uh, when uh, when we were in town. My friend came to visit. I made sure to take him to Dick's so he could get his burgers. And then you you met him, and then you rightly criti- you criticized him for the choice of burger he got. Yeah, you can't get the special. The special is the worst, dude. Why would you get that? <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of uh, fast food joints, you see the uh, not on our list, but did you see the the uh, the people are getting uh, what's that the the disease in their belly? Oh yeah, from Chipotle. E. Coli from Chipotle. Yeah, it should be just Chipotle. Chipotle. Yeah, no, that was a. Uh... <laughs> that was uh, the big news. I mean, I actually didn't read that much about it, but I heard from people. But um, yeah, well, in other Seattle news, uh, they are also cleaning off the gum wall, which I never thought was that cool, but it's a tourist why attraction. Why don't we explain to our non-Seattleite listeners what the gum wall is, Fresher? It is a wall in a historic Pike Place Market that uh, I think I was reading since the 80s. I think it was the mid-80s. People started just putting gum on it, but now it's become like a thing, and you go there and you put your gum on it. But now it's like totally covered. It's like 80 feet by like 10 feet high, like covered in like layers of gum that people just chew and like stick on the wall. But apparently it's uh, corroding the brick that it's on. And so like for the structural integrity of the building, they have to clean it off. But they did say after they clean it off, it will still be allowed to put gum back on there. I don't know if they're going to put a coating or something. But it was funny on one of those like uh, travel channel things. They totally like listed it up. I think it was like number two next to the Blarney Stone in like gross places. <laughs> I, I kissed the Blarney Stone. I and... also did. I didn't expect that you'd have to be like upside down like that. I know. It was kind of annoying. I guess it's better than just having it be out there. Like it's more of like an accomplishment or something because it was actually kind of hard. Yeah, it was kind of hard. And uh, someone once told me, uh, an Irish guy, uh, that uh, at, after hours, the uh, employees piss on it. <laughs> I would believe it. I would maybe do that. Who? So d- when are they going to allow the gum to go back on the wall? Who would allow? No, when? When? Oh, I don't know. They said probably like a, they'd take a week to clean. Because I'm thinking we should head there and be the first people to put our. I know. Our I kind of thought about that too. I mean, I feel like that's like re. I was. Uh, I never did it. I wasn't really that interested in it. It's kind of. I don't. It's not that cool, but it's a Seattle f- thing, I guess. The first. So there was a. You ever watched the show Evening Magazine? I have not. I've the, seen commercials for it. So. Um, there was a bet. Uh, I forget how it worked, but a guy lost a bet and he had to go and pick a piece of gum off the gum wall and eat it. Really? Yeah, and he did it. It was disgusting. That is pretty gross. Yeah. Um, That's so, like way gross. So in TV news, not that we cover TV news often, but we do generally talk about it. Two things uh, I saw uh, announced this week. Um, first, new Star Trek show. Oh, yeah, I know. That's crazy. So is there very many details about that? I've only seen, like, Buzz, but no details. So there's been no details, but there, there's been some talk that was going to be Worf. But this one I'm not thrilled about. It's going to be the 50th anniversary of the show. It's coming out in January 2017. However, it's going to debut on CBS's new digital and VOD platform called CBS All Access. So you have to watch it online? So you have to pay five ninety nine a month to get it. Ah, that's dumb. That is dumb. Unless it's going to be syndicated or something, I don't know. But that doesn't sound great. That doesn't sound great. I mean, I guess maybe if it's really good, I, that's like trying to have their pull in show or whatever. But did you also hear since like everyone's being cable cutters and stuff that uh, Comcast is um, starting to put. Uh, data usage caps on all of their users, which like exactly basically 
I think it was like 300 gigs per month or something where it's like a lot. But if like you're switched off your cable and only have internet, then like it's just enough that you can't stream without hitting the cap for the whole month. Oh, really? Because yeah, they want like they want people not to cut the cable or whatever, you know what I mean? Because it's basically all these other providers are like starting to have their online shows. So they're like trying to counter that. I think that's crazy. That is pretty stupid, if you ask me. But pretty, I mean, they pretty. probably have like, that's basically the net neutrality stuff. I mean, because then they, you could like, they could not count their videos on their sites against your cap, which is 100% what net neutrality is about. Right. Yeah. This is stupid. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> I mean, the stuff's ill. I mean, it's got to it's got to go through the growing pains or whatever. But um yeah, that's terrible. That's terrible. You know what's also terrible? The bubonic plague pressure. <laughs> <laughs> I always Did you watch um did you watch uh <laughs> oh shoot. The show? I mean the movie um about the summer camp. Uh, wet hot American summer. Wet hot American summer. Yeah, during the talent show, the j- guy says the jokes about the bubonic plague. It's really funny. No, I I don't that know. Bubonic but... plague. <laughs> Pretty funny. Yeah, the bubonic plague is back. In, oh, in yeah, in Portland, Oregon style. Figures. Or I, I should say Oregon. Just, probably just have it, or ironically. Um, oh. It says here a six-year-old Crook County girl has been diagnosed with bubonic plague. Oregon, Oregon health officials confirmed. The Oregon Health Authority said the girl likely acquired the disease from a flea bite during a hunting trip near Hepner on October 16th. She got sick five days later and was admitted to intensive care at the Bend Hospital. So uh, Thanks, the bubonic man. plague, it's back. It's back. Oh, man, climate change. you got to watch out for the bubonics. I know. The big Isn't old that, bonic. That's, uh, it, you remember there used to be a thing called ebonics? Yeah. Is that not a thing? I don't think it's a thing anymore, but. Was it even ever? I mean, it, <laughs> weren't they trying to teach it in school to, like, to raise their grades? I don't think they were trying to teach it in school. Oh, hey, my dog is barking at me. Ooh. Well, that's a lot of barking. Merlin. Merlin attack. Merlin that's is saying hello. Hello, Merlin. Hello. He's kind of been a little rambunctious as of late because my wife has been traveling. Maybe he so, has a bubonic plague. Did animals uh, get that? Uh, no, maybe. I don't know. There probably could be carriers. I'm not too familiar with the... Uh, it says Me here, uh, many people think the plague is a disease of the past, but it's still very much present in our environment, par- particularly among wildlife, said state public health officials. Oh, my gosh. So there you I go. I think that Marlin has a bubonic plague. If Merlin has a bubonic plague, then a Jeff has polio. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take that. <laughs> Which one's worse? I don't actually know what polio does. I think polio... I don't know. They both sound terrible. They do, they do both sound terrible. <laughs> um, the uh, So speaking of mm, studies, uh, it says here that uh, sarcasm is a sign of being a smart person. Research oh, man, absolutely. I'm like sarcastic 100% of the time. Uh, you're so sarcastic. Uh, <laughs> I, I have just a hard time like this. <laughs> it says here... Oh, the, did you say something? <laughs> it says here, the construction and interpretation of sarcasm lead to a greater creativity because they activate abstract thinking. These studies aren't Ooh, as right. Interesting. In the Journal of Organizational Behavior and Human Decision Processes, so, uh, by the way, first time ever anyone. <laughs> I want I want the last line of this article to be said. No one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of said, no one. How many times? Do you, how many readers and subscribers do you think the Journal of Organizational Behavior and Human Decision Processes has? Four. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, by the way, the person who wrote this article is such a jerk because they start doing sarcasm to, to prove that they're that they're abstract and intelligent. Did they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It says, see, we are just being sarcastic again. I like my <laughs> intonation there. See, we are just being 
funny. Um, yeah, so uh, sarcasm. Uh, I'm not, sometimes I don't pick up on sarcasm, which proves the point. I'm dumb. It's only for smart people, dude. Yeah, I guess so. It's true. I'm. You know why? Because I'm. I'm more true to myself. I don't need to tell people what I am. I don't need to tell people what I'm not thinking to, to pretend to not show what I am thinking. I, I get you. I'm get one ya. step. I'm one step past sarcasm. You're at a higher level. It's I'm a higher like, plane. I'm one next. I'm one further ahead. Oh, you're uh, sarcastic. Great. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you can say to that. Um, I don't need uh, it. I'm above that. <laughs> <laughs> so in uh, in uh, other news, Liverpool becomes first city to open fast walking lanes. Oh, yeah, Liverpool. Uh, so, speaking, that's in the UK, right? I believe it's home of the Beatles. And I believe if you're from Liverpool, you're a Liverpoolian. Speaking of other... I mean, we're now we're just shooting through stories. But... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the fast walking lane does sound cool, but in another British town wait, of wait, Manchester... Wait, wait, hold on one second. I just want to point out on the story about the first ever fast lane pedestrian lanes or whatever. Yeah. Um, it was... The, 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 I love the last part of this. Uh, this last part is... In 2014, um, National Geographic conducted, conducted a social experiment by introducing separate lanes for pedestrians who wanted to use mobile phones and for those who didn't. Although some people stopped to take oh, pictures the of the phone one, yeah. Although some people stopped to take pictures of the markings on their mobile phones, they were mostly <laughs> ignored. So this is clearly not going to work. I wish every city <laughs> had fast walking lanes. I'm a big fan of fast walking lanes. There's nothing more annoying to me than walking down the street and someone getting in my way. I don't oh, mind. Actually, I mean, I like of- it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's like that bad. I think it's I think it's weird to be annoyed by that. But I mean, maybe I'm just not I'm not usually in a rush. I'm not one to be in a rush. But in other British news, besides fast walking lanes, another person took it upon themselves to fix all the potholes in uh their town by uh painting giant penises on them with spray paint. And so because they did that, the city, because it's like a vulgar act thing or whatever, like graffiti, they have to come and cover it. But when they come and cover it back up, like that fixes the pothole. Like they're not going to just like clean the paint off without fixing the pothole. But this, uh, this mysterious man is calling himself Wanksy. And, <laughs> but he's, he's like painting potholes all over. Um, where, where was it? Uh, in the UK, I Wanks- said it earlier, but now I, I lost it. Wanks, Wanksy's, oh, sole pur- Wanksy's sole purpose is to fill holes, right? Yeah, Wanks- Wanksy's Wanks- sole Wanks- purpose is to fill holes. Yeah, <laughs> but I think that's a pretty good idea. Like, like just like drawing gross graffiti on the potholes so the city has to pay attention to it. I think it's a great idea. I'm thinking of what we could do to make that better, to make that more like, uh, like what could we do to make it to also participate in social improvement through the drawing of dicks. I know. It, the, uh, one of the, um, the city officials said, uh, let's see, where's the, it's hard to read with this eye patch. Uh. I don't know. I can't find it. Anyways, it's pretty cool. You guys check it out. Check out Wanksy. Search for him. Okay. So we, we planned this, uh, this new segment on the show, this new segment on the show. And it's what we're calling. Uh, what was the name of the? What was the name of the? the uh, headlines. Oh yeah, headlines. <laughs> like it's one word. I think maybe we did have a better name. I feel like we've had so many segments that have come and gone. Yeah, we, we have written down so we can. Co- we gotta have. I mean, like when we actually plan an episode, like the whole thing, we should have an episode with just like a version of every kind of segment that we've come up with so far. <laughs> Because they all take like extra effort, and usually we just like do it all on the last day. So if this one does take extra effort, I do have four of them. I'm hoping to get more. And I see that you posted actually one of our one of your articles that have nothing that was supposed to go part of the episode into my headline. So I'm not going to read that one. What did so you? You put, you put something that was supposed to go into the actual show part into my headlines. Really? List. Yeah. Gene Co. Jeans coming back. What? Gene Co. Jeans. Oh coming no! Back. I, you did that. 
I didn't put that there. Like, you moved it down. You put your headline in the middle. I didn't move it down either. Oh, okay. So here's the premise of headlines. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> we're going to alternate until you run up headlines, because I think I have more than you. Because I have and, one. So I'm going to read that my first headline. And the goal here is that I'm going to read the headline in a very dramatic fashion. And then Fresher, or the opposite host, is going to try to guess what that article is about. Now, I, I, will, I will say, I picked some that I thought were, um, were headline grabbing, but, but pretty easy to guess. I always okay. like looking for headlines, but usually the headlines are descriptive enough that I, you know, yeah, I already knew what it was about. Okay, so here's the first headline. Study, colon, your cat might actually want to kill you. Fresher, what do you think this article's about? Uh, I actually <laughs> read that article. Not related to your thing, but uh, it was about, like, um... Just the cats tolerate and dogs like are affectionate. Incorrect. That is incorrect. No. It says here, no, that is not what it's about. According to research, domestic house cats and African lions have similar personality structures. Both have strong characteristics related to dominance, impulsiveness, and neuroticism. At no point in this article does it talk about a cat. It does. Wanting... It's the same article. Or maybe I read an article based on that article. <laughs> possible but at no point in this article does it talk about a cat wanting to kill you oh hashtag misleading headline and that well, I mean, that's yeah okay is, well, so my, my turn go ahead Only yeah, one go ahead. it's really obvious go ahead uh long time residents worry roommate with well-paid jobs slowly gentrifying apartments <laughs> <laughs> is that an onion headline it is onion. <laughs> oh, that can't. That doesn't count. That's already a fake headline. Why not? I mean, that's why I thought they'd be good. Oh my god! So, but but it's not based on the truth. Does it need to be? Is the news based on the truth? I think not. Okay. Well, I'm gonna guess that the article is about a guy coming in with his new salary and making it less slummy. In the apartment. Yeah, in the apartment. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, it's in the title. It, it is in the like, title. It's like a funny story, I thought. All right, okay. All right, stop right now. I'm making a new rule, fresh in parlance, new rule during headlines. You're not allowed to use onion. onion. I should have made that very clear. You can't use onion. Why not? So, I mean, like, there's other blogs, like, that are just, like, funny. And they'd be, like, the same thing. Okay, so follow my lead on this one. The first one, it was misleading title. This one is just pure ridiculousness. Pressure. <laughs> my headline for this number two headline for the headline feature is Mysterious Glory Hole Driller. <laughs> Small town on edge. <laughs> Meltdown on edge? Keeps small town on edge. Pressure, what do you think this article's about? Oh my gosh, Glory Hole Digger. <laughs> Driller. He's a driller. He's a glory hole driller. He keeps oh small town. Mysterious glory hole driller keeps small town on edge. And what do you think this article's about? I think it's about a guy drilling holes in all the bathroom stalls. <laughs> that is what it's about. <laughs> Residents of the I city like of... glory hole driller, though. <laughs> Residents That's of the like city. a good band name. <laughs> Yeah, I drilled that glory hole. <laughs> <laughs> if you know what I mean. Residents in the city of Vero Beach, Florida, have been on edge since a persistent, quote, glory hole driller began striking their public restrooms at random. Police are in the hunt for a person responsible for drilling several glory holes in various public restrooms around the quiet Florida town. The most recent one was discovered last week in a municipal by a municipal employee Brad Dusen. There you go. Dusen told the like, response. It would be hard to pull it off. I mean, like, do they just bring a whole saw? Or, like, it'd be, like, it's usually pretty big. My whole lot. There's more. There's more to this article. It's fantastic. Dusen told the resp rep responding officer that someone had drilled a circular hole 
Circular hole drilled into the divider while separating the urinals from the toilet. He was frustrated because he had already patched up a similar hole in the same bathroom once before. Based on the location of where the hole was drilled, the officer sagely noted in his report, it is commonly used for male subjects to place their genitalia through it and have oral sex performed on them. I like that there's a description in there. I know, it's freaking great. So you don't have another... Uh, by the way, that story right there, that is a that is comedy gold right there, is, my friend. It's not even the onion. I know. Okay, this one I just thought it was funny. Stars? Oh, wait, headline number three. Parlance is headline number three. Stars, flesh and bone, dark and meaty. Wow, that's a really good one. I mean, like, in being, like, not knowing what it's about. Stars, flesh and bone, dark and meaty? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Stars... This is about Will Smith? Stars, flesh and bone, dark and meaty. Will Smith. It's not... it's not about Will Smith. What would make you think it's about Will Smith? I don't know. I was just throwing stuff out there. Well, actually, it's a review of the... A Will Smith TV... movie? No. Well, uh, it's, it's a review of the star's new television show called Flesh and Bone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Which, I never heard of the show. It's an eight-part closed-end series that launches Sunday at 8 p.m. Resembling well, I, like, flat... I like the idea of a closed-end series. I've never heard that. That, that launch it. That means it's just like. That means it's just gonna play it, and that'll be it. It'll be eight. Yeah, I mean, I, I get what it is, but I like that. That's like, I've never heard of a series being like referred to as that. Like, if at the beginning they just say it's going to be closed end. I like that. <laughs> well, I'm gonna read the quick things. <laughs> <laughs> You're cracking me up today, fresher. Flesh dance. It's flesh dance. It's uh, 8 p.m. Resembles Flashdance about as much as the Pittsburgh Pirates resemble Pirates of the Caribbean. This is from, by the way, the uh, the Pittsburgh. Oh no, the Huffington Post Entertainment. Is it, blog who said it was like Flashdance, anyways? I, I want to just throw things out there and then say it's not like that. Wait, hold on, hold on, no. <laughs> you thought it was Will Smith? Well, nothing close to that. <laughs> You thought it was like Owen Wilson? Well, it's really more like Wilson Phillips. Um, what Flesh and Bone, it comes straight out of the new school television drama, which means it's one, compelling, two, intense, and three, dark, period. Very, very dark, period. <laughs> so anyway, does that entice you to want to see Flesh and Bone? Not really. I'd rather watch the... Um... How the dead one? I can't think of another re. I can't think of a, a possible reason why I would ever want to watch in a two episode closed end series on dancing, let alone I an know, eight. Yeah, let alone an eight episode. Uh, hey, hey, but you know what? Different Did you strokes- watch the Swan one? Uh yeah, I actually like that movie. So that's totally about dancing, right? Uh, yeah, it's about ballet, but it's it's also more of like a person like kind of losing their mind and a lot of stuff like that. So maybe this has a little bit more of that in it. So maybe it could be good. I mean, oh, it is... did I just change your mind with one comparison? No, well, I really like Darren Aronofsky, and he wrote and directed that film. I also like uh, the actress in that movie. I don't know. Um, I am saying straight up, I'm not going to watch this movie based off of this review. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> True. Okay, and this is my last one that I found. Headlines! Parlance's headlines. Fresher, can you tell me what this article is about? Are you, you linking me? No, I'm, I have to pull it up because unfortunately I lost the link. Oh, that's cool. America's virgin births? What in 200 mothers become pregnant without having sex? What? Toilet seats, man. <laughs> it's about toilet seats. So what do you think this article is about? Toilet seats. So I, I actually think... Oh, it's no, teen pretty... pregnancy. I don't know. So apparently, I'm having read this article, it doesn't make Maybe any sense. Maybe people just didn't know what sex was, and they're like, oh, that's sex? 
it says here twenty eight percent of the virgin mother parents who were also interviewed indicated they didn't have enough knowledge to discuss sex and contraception with their daughters compared to five percent of the parents whose girls became pregnant and said they had had intercourse. So effectively, they're lying is what is what that comes down to. Oh, yeah. So one in two hundred mothers became pregnant without having sex because that one in two hundred one just had like is a compulsive liar or two has no idea what sex is. Yeah, that was my third guess. Yep, that's it. First guess, so toilet there you... seats. <laughs> that's how you get pubic lice. <laughs> pubic lice from the movie theater. I oh, I'm not gonna give a name here, but my one t- one time, my friend, he uh, my friend, no, but it's truly he was my friend. Um, he got pubic lice. Yeah, and he told his girlfriend he got it from the movie theater, and she believed him. <laughs> from the movie theater. From the movie theater. Yeah. That's like a not like the bathroom or what? No, like the movie theater seats. That's weird. Like they crawled up. Did he have like shorts on? I don't know. Talk to him. (laughs) I have no idea how that works, but whatever. You know what's interesting? Probably, yeah. (laughs) So um, it's interesting here. I'm looking at Fresher and Parlance on my Twitter feed here, and it says who to follow. The first one is Captain Obvious, which is that like Travelocity guy, I think. The uh, yeah. Hotels.com guy, excuse me. The other one is Jillian Stamfer, which I believe is a co-worker of ours, right? And then the last one is Jonah Hill. So go figure. Nice. Yeah. It's a good lineup. I thought it was also, I was searching Fresh Air Parlance on uh, Google the other day, and we have a lot of links from like weird Russian sites like to our YouTube, which is cool. But um, it's also cool that one of them was uh, the late night show with Jimmy Fallon, like thing or whatever. And uh, it was totally like suggested video, Fresher and Parlance, episode number 68. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we are, we are funny, just like Jimmy Fallon. We're better, dude. We don't have skits, though. We need skits. We've been talking about skits for like a billion years. So it's about time to do that thing we do at the end of every episode, which is our lovely shout out to our fellow members of the soon to be named network. It's a bunch of, bunch of guys. And no, I don't think there's actually any girls. It's a bunch of dudes talking about diversify. Yeah, we do need to diversify actually. Um, We need to get an all girls podcast to join the podcast group. Oh, we should put a thing out for that. Just randoms. If you are girls and have a podcast, you should be in a podcast network. Ooh, speaking of uh, girls, um, uh, Stephanie said she wants to come on and talk about beef. Ooh, I know. We never did the other thing yet, dude. We never did the I other know, thing. I know, I know, so I know. So anyway. Like, I had like kind of set up. I like didn't, I'm not going to do it all myself. So we have the soon-to-be-named network. It's featuring our awesome, awesome partners, which is the Prodigal Sons podcast. It can be found at prodigalsonspodcast.com. Uh, last week they had their two-year episode. I talked to, uh, and actually it was it was pretty good. Um, they did a little quiz where they were talking about things that they've done during their last two years on their show, yeah. and uh, and uh, they want to do an actual trivia thing. And I t- I reached out to Jared, the host of the show, and said I would host it. So I'm going to do a hosting of one of their trivia contests. Fresher, maybe you want to participate. In this awesome, one. yeah, sure. I mean, it's going to be on like something, right? It'll be on their show, but I mean on like. Not live with like Skype or something, right? Yeah, no, it'll oh, yeah, be on, totally it'll right. be an episode. It'll be an episode, a full episode. Faux show. There's also the Dad Stretch. Oh, Dad Stretch's dead. I'm reading off a list here, and Dad Stretch's is no longer there. But if you want to listen to old episodes of Dad Stretch's, go to DadStretch's.com. There's no new episodes, but you can check it out. It's hosted by Leonard DeBrine. Uh, Longbox Hero is the temple of our network. They talk about comic books. They also have a, a more blue podcast, Longbox After Dark, where they talk about topics that are other than comic books, but sometimes wrestling, pop culture, you name it, you'll like it. Check it out, longboxheroes.com. <laughs> I mean, if they named it, I think they'd like it. I meant like them, that like you'll <laughs> like it. You Them being you, the royal you. Got it. And then there's Podvocacy with Jason and David. It could be found at podvocacy.com. I haven't actually listened to them a couple weeks, actually more like two months. So I'm not sure what they're talking about right now, but I should give it a try because uh, I think they uh, they do an entertaining show and uh, 
It's been a while since I gave him a listen. There's also the brand new podcast from uh, one of the members of the Prodigal Sons podcast called Puzzle the Warriors 3. That's the number three, one, two, three. They can be found at puzzlewarriors3.com. If you like popping bubbles and you love Marvel Puzzle Quest and you want to learn more about all the tips and tricks of the show, check it out at Marvel Puzzle Quest, puzzlewarriors3.com. Thank you, puzzlewarriors3.com. And as always, Puzzle you can Puzzle find Warriors Puzzle, 3. Puzzle Warriors 3, my friend. Nice.com. Yeah, so I'm trying to talk really fast because I'm trying to do it like uh, the Micro Machines commercial. And it's of really course, good. You're doing a great job. You're doing a great job. And of course, you can reach out, live tweet us at Fresh and Par during the show or anytime you feel like it. And that's at Fresh and Par on the Twitter. And if you just want to reach out, YouTube, you want to reach out to Facebook, anything you want to do, you can do it. Just type in Fresh and Par Lance in the Google. Something will pop up and they'll click be it. able to click and that. You'll be able click to, that. You'll, You'll be able to I, click that. Maybe have to go and watch some of the Micro Machines commercials again. I forgot about those. That guy was cool. He was the fastest talker in the world. He was very fast. So uh, I think that about does it for this week's episode. Fresher, do you have anything you want to add to the show? Uh, what? Uh, I think we can wrap it up. I think we can wrap it up. Okay. Well, this is Parland saying sayonara, muchachos. And this is Fresher saying later, taters. Woo!